A new dance show is attempting to put one of the big changes of the 21st century into a human format. Footnote Dance Company's movement tour includes a work called Artifact. It approaches the world of future tech by putting the algorithm on stage and is choreographed by Forrest Ricky Carpool. It's hitting stages soon nationwide from Invercargill to Auckland. To find out more, I spoke to Footnote's general manager, Richard Andow, and to the soloist, Rosie Tapsell. The tour was supposed to happen last year before COVID-19 intervened. Richard explains by, uh, begins by explaining how the show's changed over that time. I guess everything you do is informed slightly about what happens around you in the world. So <laughs> I um, I would say that the, the core proposition, proposition of the show um, remains in place. But uh, of course, the way that we're interacting uh, into the world is, is a bit different um, considering the last 12 months. Do you think that there is a theme around the works? Were the choreographers given a theme or are these very different works? Uh, they're all different works, but what we it's been quite a journey. We started in 2019 when we asked for a call for submissions from choreographers um, who wanted to make works that opened up conversations or advocated for change. Um, and we, obviously, we received submissions, which was uh, wonderful. And then we went through a process of commissioning the four works that comprise the season. So that happened um, by the end of 2019. So that the works that they proposed, uh, we developed last year. Um, some of the processes of their development were interrupted for obvious reasons. Uh, one in particular uh, was due to commence or kind of commence for half a day. And then the uh, the lockdown happened um, throughout the country, the first lockdown. So um, it was a slightly unusual development process for some of the works. And then, of course, then we needed to uh, recalibrate and replan and uh, a number of times, as most people did throughout last year. But here we are um, this year looking at getting around the country finally with the season. So, Rosie, has Artifact been with you for longer than you would usually have as a dancer for a new work? Um, in, in terms of the, the time frame that works usually take in a company like Footnote, yes. Um, I have been part of works that have, have had lives over, over three years or, or long, very long developments as well. So lots of different uh, creative projects have different lengths depending on the context and the artists involved. And yeah, Well, in miniature, the same question I put to Richard then. Do you think that Artifact has has changed, would be in any way or greatly different to this work if you and Forrest had been putting this on a year ago, given you've had that time to think about it? Absolutely. I mean, when you're a dancer, you're working with your body and your body is, it takes on all of your experiences and memories. And so the body that I have now is very different to the body I had a year ago. The person I am now is different. And so when I bring myself back to the work, I naturally bring an evolved medium to that work. And so the, the, there has to be a negotiation to um, to meet the work again. And that always injects new life into it, I find. Yeah. Now, I've done a lot of dance interviews over the years, but never one that's relating to an algorithm. I might even get a definition of an algorithm because <laughs> this is kind of so outside <laughs> my comfort zone. So what can you tell us about about this work and, the, and portraying an algorithm on stage? How the heck do you do that? Well, yeah, I mean, I, the experience that I have it from that have it from the inside as a collaborator and as a dancer could be very different to how someone sees or views it. So I want to acknowledge that first. That, and that's okay? Yeah, totally. Um, I think, I mean, the way that I, I approached it was Forrest gave me a lot of um, agency to, to make material, and I approached it very instinctively. Um, I find that 
the best way to approach things in dance is to uh, allow the provocation or the question to speak to my body and then let the body respond and not come at it from a conceptual place first, but allow the, um, the conceptual stuff to weave in, but let the body really drive the material and trust that that will end up being um, more powerful. Otherwise, if, if you could say it, you know, in words, why, why make a dance yeah, about exactly. it? Yeah, exactly. That's so, a comment. Yeah, that's what I find. And, yeah, what, throughout the process, we had, we had text in it. We had quite a lot of um, text that we both wrote, that we wove through. And we also had, um, yeah, lots of different kind of movement vocabs that came out um, instinctively and in relationship to each other. It was very collaborative. Yeah. So we're thinking future tech. Is the take on this... Um, a, a warning, you know, is it is it concerned? Is it just commenting on it? Is there a, is there a message here about the place of future tech in our in our present and our future? I think that the piece is able to hold a lot of different meanings. Um, it can hold that sinister quality, absolutely, um, and that's part of the uncanny nature of the material that I'm doing. I, I really explore that uncanny valley kind of robot. Uh, AI type movement and I wish we had quality. cameras here because you're starting to do that movement. As yeah. You speak. yeah, you know, and I use an automated computer tone when I speak as well. So um, that definitely comes across that kind of that's that spooky, sterile, like like lifelike and human like, but not quite. You know, that quality comes across. But also, um, one of the core questions that Forrest put into the space was would a cyborg do the haka? Because it's exploring the relationship between indigeneity and AI. And so there, there is a, um, a, a sense in the work that cultural memories are resurfacing through this, this AI entity as it evolves itself on stage. Um, and so I think in that there's also a message of hope about, um, about cultures surviving through the technological changes, you know, um, Māori culture and, and Māori identity has survived through colonisation up until now. And this, so in a way, this um, work is also a, a testament to that continuing and, and surviving through the new technological things to come. So I think that was something that Forrest and I both wanted to bring as a, as a positive um, message in the work. So what are the other, the other themes then of the other works? One of the works um, is looking uh, focused at the Pacific, um, at the, the climate crisis, particular to the to the Pacific Islands. Uh, one of the works uh, looks at um, uh, a very broad brush way of saying that is the well well being and um, and mental health. And the other work looks at I'd say individual and collective choices and how we make those and how we form the decision to um, to join together or not when we're thinking about society and about the world more generally. Rosie, as a dancer, I guess the dream is to collaborate. So you and Forrest have worked together on this side by side. Your impressions are, are valued. Uh, dance isn't always like that. You can't have choreographers who have fully formed visions and that is how they want it mm. want it done. But this clearly is the way that you, you love to work. Are you a better dancer, do you think, when you're able to feel, with a new work, to have a, 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 a say in it or a, contribu a contribution to it? It's definitely uh, a very fulfilling experience to have that fully collaborative relationship where you really get to bring your own material and your own ideas and meet with the choreographer. Um, and also uh, the other styles of working um, also have their place and, and it's a different relationship and they can be 
um, fulfilling in their own ways too. I mean, we worked with a uh, Japanese choreographer last year on our um, double build tour who um, his style was actually creating a lot of the material in his own body and then um, giving that to us to learn. And because we were making that at, at a distance over Zoom, he was in New York and we were here, um, we were learning a lot of it off videos as well. So um, that presented its own challenges, but that's also um, really interesting. It's interesting to... Um, the, the task of, of bringing your body to uh, explore another body's pathways, um, and you have to negotiate that, yeah. Gosh, that is interesting, isn't mm. it? Because I know when my background's in drama, and it would be said that a, a director who, <clears throat> who showed you how to move or told you how to say their lines is failing as a director, you know, that mm. you had to pass that over. Wow. That, so, you, so you learned from that ex- experience? Yeah, I mean... Like, I think as a dancer, especially when you're in a, in a company, you accept that choreographers have different ways of, of approaching work and you... So even if they'd been over here, Rosie, mm. they still, do you think, would have, that was their technique, would have been to have you all in a room together, mm. still would have been to show you on their body how they wanted you to move. Yeah, that, that, that can happen. Um, he, he also had times where, where he, he tasked us and resourced us for movement too. Um, and it was, you know, it was lovely. It was there was a, a negotiation always. You know, if something was painful in our bodies or didn't suit us, he was totally open to that shifting. It was just that he had a, a vision of what he wanted to see, and and that actually can be a really lovely experience as well as a dancer to to sort of give in to this experience of um, of working out another person's pathways. You learn a lot about yourself through through that process. And you have different bodies and strengths and That's right, you know, muscles, if, you, yeah. if you're always doing your own thing, um, going into your own movement, uh, you can sometimes feel a bit stuck, like, oh, this is all I do. And this, But then when you go and um, work with someone else and they um, they give you things to try, then you realise your body can do other things and you have to figure out how to. So it's, it's great for your brain. <laughs> I mean, really, yeah, really great. Richard, logistics, I'm sure any touring company, and we've got now the opera and the, the ballet and comedy shows and plays really starting to tour, uh, you must have to have a plan B and a plan C? <laughs> yeah, we developed a long list of uh, plans last year, as, as most people did. Um, we, I mean, we've taken some deliberate choices this year, so um, often our uh, performances are in larger theatre spaces. Um, you know, from the Opera House in Wellington, the ASB Waterfront has been kind of a home for us in the last few years in, uh, up in Tamaki Mikoro. But um, what we've deliberately done this year is um, think about how we can tour and still be able to tour at levels one and two in terms of COVID. So that was one of the reasons, although there were many, that we decided to choose the spaces and the places that we did with this tour. You know, it's a long tour. There are 14 centres getting around the whole, well, not the whole of the country, but a good part of the country and we needed to find a way of making that um you know length of touring and the number of places we're going to sustainable so yeah we we took some choices there to uh, to make sure that it was rosie this is a solo work that we're talking about with artifact Mm. but of course once the the lockdown had finished and once dancing was allowed i mean that's one of the (laughs) the closest things you can do you know opera singers were concerned about sharing being together in a room because of, of droplets. With dance, it's it's the touch and the and the body and the breath. Mm. The first time you danced with somebody else after the lockdown, was that was that a bit odd? Was that a bit weird? Yeah, it was. It was surreal being back in the studio after being apart for a month. Um, but also, it was just wonderful to be with people in space. Yeah, I think you know we're so adaptable as humans. We just 
we just come into the and especially as artists, we just come into the new experience and we process how it, we we feel and we uh, we use our bodies to to process that um, weirdness as well. So after yeah. being separate was actually touch, and this is something that so many people have missed for so long, especially those mm. locked down for a longer time. Totally. Just human touch. Mm. I guess you'd, you'd appreciate it even even more. Definitely, yeah. Rosie Tapsell and Richard Aimdow. The uh, Footnote Dance Company Tour, the movement, starts on the 1st of May in Porirua. Uh, details and the full interview going up on our webpage.